Jeez. I'm back. He's back. Hey. Right. Should we do one? Let's do this. Okay. Already. Multiverses. Okay. I'm hitting the thing. Everyone quiet. We're going. Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. If you're joining us on the YouTube stream, hello, wave everyone, wave, wave, that's why they're here, just wave, that's right. Hello, thank you very much for joining us on the stream. If you're also listening to us on the podcast, uh, as well as your alternative choice, thank you very much. You are overwhelmingly in the majority, but next time, try having a watch of the stream. I'm not being passive aggressive, I'm just suggesting that you might want to rethink your life and have a watch of the YouTube channel. It's all up to you. It's up to you, it's up to you, it's your choice. Um, this week we're going to be taking a look at what multiverses we would <laughs> like to visit. Um, and uh, I'm going to hand over to Dan very shortly, but I think it's very, very good uh, uh, order and form to say hello and introduce ourselves first. So I'm going to go first this time usually because I, I introduce the other mm. guys. I, was, I am Tom, hello. Hi Tom. Hi Dan, Russ. Russ, say hello. Evening, how are you doing? Yeah, very good, thank you. That's very kind of you to ask. Dan. How are you? Hello. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I literally forgot to plug the mic in until you said, hi, welcome to whatever. I don't know. I, I switch off after that bit. But, Excellent. But I literally just plugged my mic in. So hang on. Is that coming yeah. up? Yeah. yeah. It's, good. It's, Excellent. It's good. good. I mean, if anything, you might be slightly loud. Do we um, turn down? Just only, only, a, only a fraction, my dear. Yeah. Only a fraction. And but if you can rotate your camera 90 degrees upwards, probably just look a lot better as well. Ha! <laughs> Uh, got you there. Anyway, as I said, we're going to be taking we're going to be taking a look at the multiverses we would like to visit. So, to explain what is meant by that and what you would have seen all over our uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter feeds using the handle at TMTOH, uh, I will hand over to Dan now. Dan, I watched the end of Loki. Going, Stan? Hello, Dan. Are we are we going, Stan? Uh, the producer saying we're, we're with Dan. Okay. He's, he's done it. He's done a funny. Oh, I get you. Okay. I um. And you fell right into my trap. Fuck. Okay, so we Tom. did talk about this. You need to hold up the little sign when you're doing a joke because there's not really any other way of telling. That's um, true. I'll get the. I'll get it ready. Carry on. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah, I watched the end of Loki today, and I absolutely loved it, and I've loved mm-hmm. the whole series, and it kind of touches on alternate universes um and obviously rick and morty started back up and that's a big deal with that so i thought why don't we take a trip to some of what would be our favorite alternate universes that we'd like to go visit rules for this there are no rules you can go visit any alternate universe there are infinite possibilities you could go see anything you could go do anything but you've got to visit yourself that is part of it so you've got to go see what you are doing in that alternate universe and how, how it's going. And we need to speculate about it. Mm. That's mm. what I got. What do you think, guys? Is that okay? Should we do that? Yeah, yeah let's do that. that. Okay, let's do that. Cool. We're talking like classic sort of fractal reality type thing. Can, can you, yeah. Could you just briefly go over the physics behind this? Um, yeah. So uh, for every uh, reality, there is infinite other realities. 
I can't remember how it goes. Uh, possibilities of, of certain things that can happen. And it's obviously branched off into infinite possibilities of things that could happen. You want a, a world where everyone's head is anuses? You got it. You want a world where people wear shoes on their ears? You got it. You want a world without our current government? You you got it. And I'm jealous. But yeah. Mm. You got it. That's the point. Mm-hmm. You want a world where everything is just one inch to the left? You got it. Oh, that's too weird. Yeah, too weird. That would. F- I'd constantly be just like. I'd, I'd make contact with the cup, but I would knock it on the floor. And yeah. that would get very annoying very quickly. Particularly if, if the world was everything is one inch to the left and everyone in the world knows that it's one inch to the left. Except you. Except you. And you're like, you just know it. Morning, everyone, as everyone's just like narrowly clipping doors and catching like their belt loops on the uh, the little sticky out bits of the doors. Firmly pressing the little bit next to the lift button. (laughs) Yeah. Ah, Yeah. Sending text messages that make absolutely no sense whatsoever. Yeah. That's what if it. So every so what like from a depth perception point of yes. view, everything is one. Well, yeah, and, and if so you were would, if you're holding up your I, phone, I think this is not a universe that will hold up to much critical scrutiny. Wouldn't wouldn't worry about it too much, Tom. Um. Okay, so my babe, so my babe is my babe is yeah. sitting here right yeah. now. So in this alternative universe, I would be thinking, oh, there it is, yeah, and I would put my hand out to reach it, but it would actually be an inch to the left. Yes. Like, oh. yeah. So I would never be able to touch anything. No, eventually you get. Yeah, you there. would just every time you try to, you go, ah, oh, bollocks. Yeah. First. So, so imagine that what it would be like if eight. you were trying to have a <laughs> have a wee. If you were trying to have a wee, I mean, a surely it would. Town. Yeah, it would be nightmare town because yeah. you go to grab it and you think, right, I'm gonna pee. But if you started peeing just as you were gonna grab it, like obviously, just yeah. which like, we all like to do, you like to you like to sort of time it perfectly. Sort of a three, two, one, splash. Yeah, I mean, quite honestly, I would never, I would never wear chinos ever again. You know, they would just be covered in piss marks. Yeah. Also, I'm not going to go there. No, even I have my limits of things that are too gross. Yeah. (laughs) Um, No, fuck it. Um, when when you wipe, like your your hand might get in more than the the paper, if that makes any sense. Oh. Uh, Oh, so so it wouldn't so like when they say you know it would be like sort of finger <laughs> finger through the paper situation. Yeah, this would be like a finger in the hole situation. Wouldn't yeah, it? I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, everyone, that was too far. That's yeah, no, fine. Yeah, it's fine. Well, Dan's thoroughly upset, everybody. Sorry, yeah, don't don't go. We need you. Okay, Please. do you know what? I'm going to wait to do this when it's the really clever jokes. <laughs> I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to write. I get the feeling that jokes. that that little piece of paper is going to get a lot of use over the coming weeks. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. Are you writing on the back, the back of it? There oh, is no, a I'm just, the I'm size just of a guinea pig I get through my window. Uh, good evening, Jamie. Thank you for joining us. He's just said good evening. So I'm saying good evening back. Right. Where uh, do you want to start? Hello. Who, who and good evening to you. Uh, well, this was your idea. So kick us off, Dan. I mean, I've got some obvious other ones. Other than one inch to the left one. Yeah. Toilet humour is the best humour. You're absolutely right, Jamie. Um, I've got the obvious ones. Um, so <sighs> there is a world where the 2018 Chicago Bears 
not only were the most entertaining Chicago Bears team that I'd ever seen, uh, but also then capitalised on that entertainment and generally being good by the kicker not hitting the post twice before it not going over the line, over crossing the, uh, the, the bar. Um, and with that, the Chicago Bears then would have gone to the division championships um, and I think they'd have beaten the Rams because um, they beat them earlier in the season. And then if they'd have beaten the Rams, I think they'd have beaten the Patriots because the Patriots weren't quite as good as they have been. And the, the, the Bears would have won another Super Bowl. And I would like to meet me, who didn't have to deal with the that crushing defeat in 2018 and mm-hmm. see how happy he is and then smother him and then live in his existence instead. So this is like you are you are killing your alternate self and assuming his life. Yeah, I mean he he lives, he lives which is identical in every way to your current life, apart from the warm glow of knowing that the Bears won the twenty eighteen Super Bowl. Yeah, and and what's particularly sad about it is I don't think they'd have gone on to to win the twenty nineteen Super Bowl because they weren't as good. Yeah, that is the sad thing about this. Yeah, and then then twenty twenty yeah, they that, were bad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so and then. 2021 they might not have ended up with justin fields so so in the long run it might not work out maybe i'll let him live because there are several of these universes where i'm like and then i'm going to kill that version of myself and live in that, that <laughs> live in that world so 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 let's let's save that one let me just go and experience the chicago bears uh winning the 2018 super bowl with me in that world and yeah. then coming back into the crashing reality of that not happening excellent Mm, how, many, how many of your ideas didn't involve killing like, I, not, I, I, that, that is a very modest <laughs> sort of goal yeah by murder for start small i've got smaller as well i'm not gonna lie there's but, one that i'm particularly proud big of with what you're doing it's like you're not doing it to take yeah. over the world no. or to end a war or anything like that you're to do it so that one football team rather than another one were the winners that year yeah basically you will have killed a man for that yeah, of course you'd kill a man for that. I'd kill a man for a lot, Russ. Um, here's, here's a question. So when we go over to these multiverses, yes. can we choose what time periods we go to as well? well? Whatever, like, there are infinite possibilities. So there is a possibility that that particular time period would actually be when you are travelling over to that multiverse. If that yeah, I mean, sense. multiverse theory is a very convenient tool for story writers. Yeah. Because especially in, in comics, you can basically just go, Multiverse, and you yeah. can have whatever you want with zero explanation. If you feel okay, well, I, I feel like I should start small. Then I think I think that was a very that was actually a very kind of that was a nice like you say that was that was a nice thing. Actually, it would have benefited the Chicago Bears probably. You know, they would have really enjoyed themselves that year. They would have had a great twenty. They deserved it, Tom. They deserved it. There you go. Absolutely. So I want to go to the multiverse where um, I. I want to go to a multiverse where I didn't get uh, an awful stomach bug that left me bedridden for seven days. Um, basically, well, if I say bedridden, I spent 90% of the time firing liquids out of both ends uh, for about seven days. And there was a bog period... Bog-ridden. There, there was a period in the middle, maybe, of day three, day four, where I just thought, this is life now. This is This is how it will always be. I will always be ill. And I will always be unable to drink or eat anything. And what I would like to do is to go into that multiverse 
the moment before I shook hands with the person who I'm pretty sure gave me the stomach bug. I, Stinky I hand, Pete. <laughs> I, I have, because he had a stomach bug and he came back to work that day and he said to me, oh, I'm not feeling so good. And I went, mate, it's really good to see you. And I put my hand out to shake his hand. Put your and hand I'm, out. And I gave pretty, his eyeball a little lick. Yeah, I, I'm that's, pretty that's confident. I'm pretty confident that was it because I was having a cigarette at the time. So I shook his hand and I put the bag back in my mouth, you know, rubbed my you know all over yeah. myself like that it's a really uh, good really good sort of clean out under his fingernails with your teeth yeah <laughs> and and then the next day i i had i had the summer bug and it was you know i yeah. I, I don't know i basically i would sort of i would just appear <laughs> and i would just go don't do it and i and i think i'd be like oh my god it's me oh like, yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. you just there going stop stop i'd be like it is. It's me. It's well. It's you. It's you. Don't trust me. It's going to be one of the worst seven days of your life. Um, you're going to look like you've been um, in some horrendous, uh, I don't know, like prison camp or something, mm. like being worked, like being in a North Korean prison camp. You're going to look like you're going to come out looking very thin, uh, very unshaven, and you're going to feel uh, massive fear every morning about your morning poo for the next two years. Basically, and, I mean, that, that's normally the highlight of the day. Yeah, it wasn't. I was really scared, and I always and actually I would wake up every morning going, "Well, if my poo's normal this morning, then then I'll be all right." Um, and and that that's that's not a way to wake up every morning. That's not healthy. I, I don't. I, I want. I, you don't wake up every morning going, "Okay, well, I'll have some breakfast and stuff like that." But if I poo myself again, then you know, then I'll just stay in bed. Whereas you know, get up, have a normal poo. That, that's yeah. So I would stop that. I would go to the multiverse and I would stop myself getting that stomach bug because it was very unpleasant and made the next two years very difficult in the morning. <laughs> so, like I said, starting small. Yeah. Lovely. Russ. Highly specific. Just before we get to Russ, Dan says, in the universe being slightly to the left, we'll take a couple of strokes off your golf game. Would yeah, everyone should share golf. Yeah. And darts. Maybe people who are crap at golf might be better hmm. because they would... You know, go a bit, a bit wide, but actually they'd connect. Oh, but the better shit. you get at golf, the, the, the harder it'd be to hit the thing. The universe where everything's slightly to the left, the bear that could be the one where the bears win the Super Bowl. But everything would be slightly to the left. So, I mean, everyone would be hopeless at football because they'd just be fumbling all the time. Yeah, for Legs, balls, bears. nobody goals. making catches. Mm. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I, I, ironically, if the goal was slightly to the left in the Euro final. Marcus Rashford would have, He'd have been fine. Yeah, would have, would have scored that goal. Mm. Yeah, universe where everything's slightly to the left and where people aren't racist bastards. And imagine well, that. that. That too. Imagine uh, well, uh, an almost unimaginable world. If if everything was slightly to the left, then maybe they wouldn't be racist bastards. So uh, maybe. Have you got your little oh, thing? Oh, yeah, Dan. Thank you. Yeah, oh, that, that definitely is a. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's very good. It, and if I can just explain it, I believe that is because you are saying <laughs> that if everything was slightly to the left, including people's political beliefs, yes, then we would all be slightly more liberal, mm -hmm. right? Or are you saying fascism, uh, sorry, communism, and and that sort of totalitarian sort of view of the world would be slightly more acceptable? Here's where I'm at, Tom. Whatever works. <laughs> Fair dues. I, I still maintain that answer yeah. deserves that. Thank you. So, so that. Yeah. Good. Nice. <laughs> and for everyone listening to the podcast, he was holding up a little poster <laughs> note that said clever joke. Yeah, there we go. Bet you wish you'd watched it this time. <laughs> oh, 
Clever joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, no, I, I need another poster that just says, good timing. <laughs> <laughs> Which always take a little bit too long to find when you want to hold it up. The entire yeah. podcast will just be us holding up post-it notes. Just yeah. like... <laughs> People listening in for 45 minutes of just the rustling of paper and then the odd snigger. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Excellent. Yeah. And the producer's saying, it's time to head over to Russ. Russ? Lovely. So this Russ, is you there? Oh, sorry, I'd very much like to visit. I'm just getting on. That, um, <laughs> this is one where I, I would not want to be assuming. I want to visit this one and then leave fairly sharpish. But mm. I want to go and see what life is like for us on the darkest timeline. Ah... So the, uh, I mean, I'm assuming that in that episode of Community, the, the throwing of the dice had repercussions that echoed across the entirety of reality. So uh, yeah, we'd all be on the darkest timeline as well with goatee beards and uh, generally plotting, I think is what people do on the darkest mm. timeline. Well, everything's Except, gone um, wrong. Sometimes people lose arms or turn into androids, don't they? Yeah. Or get shocks of blue through their hair. Yeah, because everyone suffered. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I just like to yeah. go and see what that's uh, what that's like. Because it's it's not just like like you know the actual darkest timeline would just be you know there's been some sort of apocalypse and the world's not there anymore. Yeah, but this is a very specific one where basically everyone just turns into an evil cartoon character. Well, it's a darkest timeline based on one event, mm-hmm. isn't it? So I suppose yeah, it's like as bad yeah. as things can get, but just because of the consequences of who went downstairs to collect the pizza yeah exactly yeah so i suppose like it would be trying to think of something we've all done together so so maybe if we never did slash fiction or something like that or like did very specific slash fiction and it i mean the world would be wrong. a better place if we if we hadn't done i that. disagree i maintain that's still one of our best podcasts but it, yeah it's ruined a lot of things for me yeah, I, Thomas the Tank Engine. Dan, Dan, Dan is watching right now. Intimacy. I can't do yes. anything anymore. <laughs> yeah. Dan, Dan made me think about Thomas Tank Engine in an entirely different way. So thank you for that, Dan. Um, and Toy Story, yes. Thanks, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You tiny four-armed freak. No wonder, <laughs> no wonder your kind is extinct. <laughs> Mass Effect. Yeah, star. And, and yeah, yeah Brooklyn yeah, Nine Nine that went on entirely too long. Well, I mean, that was an epic man. That, mm. that was that was that he clearly. Spent I think a he long had a lot of that, that written already. <laughs> I think he did as well. I I think he had the basis of just like genuine fan fiction, mm. and then added the sexy bits, or vice versa. So here's the question about the dark timeline: mm. How? Is it? I mean, is it the dark timeline in like a sort of a comedy way, like where everyone's a bit like, like say, go- goatee wearing, or has blue streaks in their hair, and is constantly plotting? Or are we talking like? Because for me, an apocalypse, like it's it, you know, it feels like it feels like quite an oppressive place to be, like you know, the sort of like the capital wasteland or something like that mm. from Fallout Three. But there is there is still like rays of hope in you know, and new foundations and new civilization beginning to sort of grow and stuff like that. When we talk about dark timeline, do we mean somewhere where it's almost like Tarantino's realer than real world, you know, where all the films are based? Like, are we thinking like it seems something to like be, that? Doesn't it? Like, so in in community, it's not like, yeah, it's it's not just the most awful things you can think of. The, the world seems to be broadly the same, doesn't it? It's just everyone's sort of a, a slightly evil version of themselves. Yeah, and and but and 
mostly because bad things have happened to them though hmm. so you know jeff loses an arm doesn't he and he goes yeah. insane troy um loses his voice because he tries to swallow a troll doll to break the yeah. curse um pierce is dead uh shirley is back to drink and britta uh, what happens to arbed he's just in charge of like the he, yeah he's he he kind of seems probably the same but he's the one that recognizes that they're on the darkest timeline yeah. and therefore adopts the goatee and britta dies some of her hair blue yeah so yeah yes so yeah nice place to visit i wouldn't want to stay there yeah it's almost like a morbid curiosity universe mm. isn't it mm. Mm. interesting yeah i like that i do like the idea though that if you went over to the dark timeline it was literally just everyone exactly the same but they just have a goatee yeah just everyone they just evilly stroke every now and then but then basically everything's the same yeah and and you, Starbucks. Can, <laughs> you can escape every now and then into our timeline through the uh what do they call it the dreamatorium their yeah. holodeck thing so you can like like holodeck characters constantly escape on the enterprise you can you can escape out and go and wreck some havoc in the uh the real timeline i like that mm. Also, holodeck, not a conversation we need to have again. No, but basically the worst and most wasteful use of resources ever. Um, yeah, there's that clip from Lower Deck that has them talking about the holodeck and the holodeck waste. Um, the, the person that has to empty the holodeck waste. Yeah, it's going chiseled. being like just absolutely disgusting, yeah. Like they they address the, the the fact that the holiday has been in there for another week long session. This yeah. is going to be a real steam cleaner operation. Well, well, someone someone on Twitter put up um, what was it they said? Um, what is the fan fiction? The go to fan fiction in the holodeck? And I was like, it's clearly current crew of the Enterprise slash fiction. Apparently, yeah, <laughs> that, that seems to be what Barclays go to is slash yeah. Sherlock Holmes. But you know, it's just um it's yeah. It's it's gonna be a grubby place. Grimy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bit rank. Doesn't matter how many fleshlights you replicate, that's not gonna be the same, is it? Nope. Grody. <laughs> lovely notes. Yeah. Dan, back to you. Um world where everyone, including all of us, are drag queens. Nice. Ooh. So I want to go and see what's this was entirely inspired by a conversation I had with someone about RuPaul's Drag Race today. I thought, I'll do that. That sounds amazing. Just like you walk down the street and everyone is in elaborate outfits, wigs, makeup, look, looking fabulous. Um, everyone. I can walk in like four-inch heels just down the street to, to go get a newspaper, basically. That would be very cool. Yeah. Going to add a lot of time to your morning if you have to get into full drag get-up every single day. Oh, mate, I don't care because I'm visiting. But yeah. I, I will happily watch everyone else put that much effort into their outfits. Also, and you yeah. could walk around looking super normcore. Yeah. And everyone like, oh my god, check out this guy. Yeah. You could do you could do like a little sort of you could do like a normcore brunch. Yeah. Where hundreds of drag kings come to watch you. Yeah. Just sort of stand there in like, you know, jeans and a t shirt. Jeans jeans and an expanse t shirt. Yeah, yeah, it's just kind of yeah, that's what I just chucked on really. Yeah. And my god, on. how long did it take to get ready? Two minutes? That's unreal. <laughs> yeah. Seconds. These things were already on the floor when I woke up. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's not a clever joke, so the post-it doesn't go up. 
Um, I quite like that. I like the idea that, uh, so for instance, like Future Duncan, mm. literally, like not Future Duncan, <laughs> Drag Duncan, not Future Duncan. I don't imagine this is what it's mm. going to be like in the future. But like Drag Duncan mm. is always wearing like, you know, those shorts that are too short with like the pockets hanging out of the front and massive, great big, like black stilettos. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I always imagine that's kind of how I imagine Duncan just looking. He'd be, he'd be, booty yeah, he'd be on the trampier side of things, wouldn't he? I think I yeah. just, I think the reason I want to go is I want to see me if I had the time, effort and talent to, to put in the amount to, to see what I would look like if I had all of those abilities to actually do that. I mean, that's a very achievable aim. You can you can go and get a drag queen to give you a makeover. Can you? Yeah. yeah. This is a service. This is an episode. What? Yes. Yes, we should. We yes, should we should Are you this. saying that like when everything's back to normal? We should drag up. We'll get drag makeovers. Oh, my God. I'm I'm up for that. Let's do that. Yeah, that'd be good. And then that, we'll that... just do a normal podcast where we talk about like Halo and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Hi, <laughs> this is... We're doing our, um, uh, yeah, Expanse Season even, 6 spoiler cast. Yeah, it, do, it doesn't even get referenced. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just some exclusive content on the uh, social media streams. Yeah. Seeing us actually getting dragged up, but it doesn't. I mean, Duncan could probably mentioned. do this at five minutes notice anyway. Duncan will look the best of us. I think we have to accept that. Yeah, definitely. Um, He's just got more experience. Yeah. Yeah, I I think a a drag queen would have a field day with Duncan. Like I I think a drag queen could couldn't look at Duncan. Yeah, but I like can a also imagine canvas. them like leaving at the same. Like, I'm sorry, I, I just it's just too much. I can't deal with it. <laughs> it's just too. You know when people are a bit too, they're just too into it. Mm. I, yeah, I'm sorry, I can't deal with this. In fact, he's so into it, I'm now no longer into it. Yeah, yeah he he bored me about being a drag queen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love you duncan yeah love you very much uh yeah, yeah that'd be very cool so what would what would happen to uh what would happen to the women in our lives they could drag up as well like yeah, like I, i'm up. not talking they have to necessarily dress as as men they they can just dress as drag queens everyone is a drag queen i want to see it i want to see i want to walk down a busy street and everyone is dressed in elaborate dresses with amazing wigs and amazing makeup and i want to just live in that world for a day or two yeah. or a year whatever like just just see it that because i genuinely think everyone would be happier and you're right you'd have to start taking into account like the working day would probably be shorter because it takes people so much longer to get ready in the mornings and so much longer to to um, get ready for bed at night with like skincare regimes and stuff so like that that might be better and i think everyone would just be happier like everyone yeah. would look amazing everyone spends two hours in front of the mirror contouring every morning yeah be great yeah amazing uh, i would actually quite like to visit a world where i don't look like a thumb <laughs> that would be nice some good <laughs> contouring i think would give me some welcome definition uh yeah stop looking like a cobbler's thumb uh, a couple of comments 
Uh, I would have thought the fabricators would take care of the waste in the holodeck and reconstitute it into food. I don't want oh, to we've, think We've been over the, the holodeck waste disposal process in quite grim and unnecessary <laughs> oh, detail. Yeah, you, I think you are right, Dan, to be fair. Um, and if you want the podcast wankers to watch your stream, then the promise of you guys and Drags would do it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Nice. Yeah. yeah, fair dues. That's good. That's not even a clever joke. That's just a good point. That's a good point, yeah. That's just a good point. How much do you think it costs? I'm genuinely up for this, by the way. Well, I mean, I'll have to do some research, but we can look into it. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely a thing you can, can get we, done. Can we get, like, brunch as well? Well, I mean, yeah. drag brunch is a whole separate thing, isn't oh. it? Could we just do just do a day of it. Made if, money. if i go to a drag brunch with you guys before going with my wife she'll be very upset <laughs> she would be <laughs> yeah <laughs> she can come as well yeah <laughs> i mean to be fair we already spend way too much time doing this and what dungeons and dragons so like it's, <laughs> it's just another thing we start doing Whoa. We, go to, we go for drag brunch guys dungeons and dragons dungeons, dungeons and, and dragons <laughs> let's, let's do it in drag yeah let's do it cool very nice Timothy. yes I want to visit the multiverse I want to visit the universe where the back to the future part 2 future actually happened and we have flying mm. cars, hoverboards interactive holograms uh, clothes that shrink according to the size of the person wearing them or get bigger. Yeah. We're still uh, using fax machines. Yeah. I more, want, I want more to, movies in the Jaws franchise. Yeah, I want any back surgery to require me to hover around upside down for months in recovery. Yeah. I just, you know, I want all of this. Wasn't that basically so that you wouldn't recognise that it wasn't the same actor? Pretty yeah. Much. Yeah. Pretty so much. <laughs> have him upside down the whole time. Yeah, with his hair up. Why not? Tiny um, dehydrated pizzas. I was going to say, mm. and your uh, your Black and Decker food rehydrator. Yeah, yes. I think isn't that like I think Black and Decker is quite in the US. It's quite they make like kitchen appliances and stuff. I think so. Yeah. Whereas here, you just think workmate. Hmm. Yeah, electric. You don't really driver. think gourmet food preparation. No, I want to go there because that looked like a really interesting vision of the future. Look very clean I, as well. Yeah, to a point. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, but I, I, I yeah, I think well, it'd be awesome. Everything mm. was running on waste because of Mister Fusion, very true, isn't it? Mister Fusion, yeah. Although that was was that nuclear powers? No, because the, the nuclear power element was to travel back and forward in time. But everything was running on Mister Fusion, even though there was a Texaco garage there. Yeah, but I think they. Hang on, I don't think it's real. <laughs> other stuff yeah yeah i was gonna say i think ross is right i think they've diversified mm. you know because they, they were still obviously in the transition because you could get your car hover converted couldn't you true which uh i yes. mean flying cars just a bad idea if we're talking cars in the sense of a personal vehicle that mm. you are in control of and can drive wherever you want i mean let's face it non-flying cars not a great idea really they'd never be allowed if you invented them now yeah but <laughs> flying cars that aren't centrally controlled by a computer or an AI or something, phenomenally bad idea. I do get behind the wheel of my car every day and go, Jesus, I'm allowed to do this. Yeah. yeah. Also, it'd be yeah. quite it interesting. shouldn't be allowed. Yeah. It'd be quite interesting to see the version of Tom that works for Vanarama in that future timeline 
where mm. it's all flying and you have things like Mr. Fusion yeah. and I would love to see the reviews on that. Well, of course, this but it'll be sort of quick, so the vans would basically be the same except the wheels turn around and they hover, and yeah. you'd probably have like holographic sunglasses on. Oh my god, yeah. I'd love to see that. Yeah, mm. and a like a clever catchphrase like on a sound device yeah. embedded in my jacket that I could like pull a thing out. That looks like it's made from like an oily foil. Yeah, yeah doesn't yeah. doesn't one of them have like a drawstring or something? Yeah, to make a chicken noise. Is that Billy yeah. Zane, isn't yeah. it? Billy oh, no, Zane. Is, is that Billy Zane that has that? I'm pretty certain. He's the one that's called gonna... 3D, isn't he? And he's always wearing 3D glasses. As far as I'm yeah. concerned, it's Biff Tannen and like three Billy Zanes. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> is Billy Zane Billy in Zane. Back to the Future yeah. 3? Yes. He's, is he one of his cowboys? I don't know, maybe. Probably. Like, you'd hope so, because he's in all the other ones, isn't he? The other two. That's what I'm really looking for. I'm looking for good Billy Zane continuity. Yeah. You know, Billy Zane, Back to the Future. I mean, that's why they didn't do Titanic 2, isn't it? Because he wouldn't sign on. Mm. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Of course, Billy Zane's best role is in Zoolander. Anyway. I'm just having a look at this. I think... It's a walk-off. <laughs> It doesn't actually say anything about. Say. I love that he's a cameo in that, hmm. but because nobody's quite sure who he is, they have to say his name a good five or six times. Yeah. Don't they say you the know, same he, about David Bowie though? And everyone knows who David Bowie is. I don't think Billy Zane was in Back to the Future Three because none of the pictures. Yeah, I, I, th- I think. Well, that's why it's shit, isn't it? <laughs> different people. It would have been stretching it if you'd had somebody walking around in three D glasses making chicken noises. Yeah, but he could have actually held a chicken. Like, they missed an opportunity. Like, Star Magic Jackson Jr. missed an opportunity there by having Billy Zane dressed as a cowboy in the background. What are you, chicken? And then he kind of holds up a chicken. Like, yeah. come on, that writes itself, does it not? Yeah. Does it that's, not? That's why we need a Dan in the writer's room. Yeah. Um. Quick. Oh, God, we should do a pod where we all have to come up with gremlins. Um. Uh, webcam gremlin. <laughs> I feel, I feel this is under every single one of those sketches. There's always someone going, "Oh, it's a big, great movie." Mm. And the answer, of course, is no. It fucking wouldn't. No, of course, make an awful movie. The whole point of a sketch is that it's great for two minutes, and mm. then that's it done. I will say that Billy Zane holding a chicken should have been Back to the Future Three. Though I will die on that hill. It definitely should have been. I'll die on that hill. Mm. That is another catchphrase of yours. Actually, I've noticed recently. I will I've been saying that, that a lot. <laughs> yeah, recently. Maybe I'm yeah. preempting something. Shouldn't walk up any hills, I suppose. Yeah, because yeah, apparently once not. you get up them, you I'm get opinionated. Gonna, gonna get to the top and go. Yeah, and another thing about Boris Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, up on that hill, Billy Zane should have been in Back to the Future Three. I do all my best <laughs> tweeting while I'm at the top of a hill. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, on top of a high horse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Billy Zane. I like Billy being Zane. On my high horse. I look good on it, like a knight. <laughs> a knight. I do love, uh, i just say that his, my favourite quote of his is uh, where they go, ha, ah, please, I'm not Christ. He was quite a scruffy man. <laughs> What's that from? <laughs> it's from Thick of It. The oh, Thick yes. It. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Tony Gardner's character. Um, yeah. Uh, Dan that's Miller. That's it. Yeah. Mr. Smarmy Miller. <laughs> they really don't like him in the past. Anyway, yes. That one. I want to be there with my flying car. Mm-hmm. Russ. So, one of my favourite like multiverse alternate reality uh, things is the uh, the Future Armor episode, the Farnsworth Paradox, where he accidentally creates a box containing an alternate universe, mm. 
and then they isn't like Zoidberg hits the machine or something and it just starts spewing out boxes containing random universes and there are quite a few good ones in there that I'd like to go to so obviously the main one is an alternate universe where the only difference is that coin flips turn out the other way yeah which I don't think would have a so I don't think that would have a huge impact on my life I don't think I've ever decided anything major on the basis of a coin flip no however if you consider that that has been the case for the whole of time I imagine the world would actually be a very different place you know, if you think about every single decision throughout history that has been decided on the basis of a coin toss, which must go back to basically the origins of currency, mm. then, you know, I think that would probably, if you look at the, the butterfly effect from some of those decisions, that would probably lead to an extremely different world. Huge effect on sports, for starters. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, if you think about probably people might have you know moved to different places or just done things differently and met different people and if you have that going throughout the whole of human history mm. chances are we probably wouldn't even exist there's a scene in no country for old men that would have a very different ending to it would uh, no country for old men even exist it might not well yeah no but if it did or it might this... be a knockabout rom-com <laughs> i mean that's yeah. what it is broadly yeah it's, it's a lot it's a riot it's a laugh a minute so uh, yeah, See, universe that? where coin flips are always different, but there's there's other the, they get a bit weirder, don't they? As the episode goes on, so there's mm. like um, a universe where everyone is a bobblehead. Why not? A nice. universe where everyone's sort of an androidy robot version of themselves. Uh, a universe where everyone's just a hippie. Mm. <laughs> That'd be quite nice. Yeah. So there's a whole bunch of them in there that you could, uh, and you can just jump between them by jumping into different color boxes. Yeah, that yeah, works for me. Quite, I like that's that. That's quite badass, that. Yeah, that's a lot of multiverses. Mm, I like to think that some of the Rick of multiverses. I like the idea that some of the Rick and Morty universes might be involved, like the Shrimp universe and the Wasp universe and <laughs> all what the are, random stuff. Some of have. the TV um, oh. TV shows. It's all quite fast and loose. It's unstructured. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't. I've, I've forgotten like all of them now. I, like, I thought a lot I of going... these shows feel quite improvisational. <laughs> Anton, Anton is Ice Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> My favourite thing is when you realise that, like, it's not normal that he's got ants on his eyes. Yeah. Like about halfway through that episode, it, it it becomes apparent that, like, no, it's just him that's got ants on his eyes. It's not everyone else. <laughs> it's it, it's very funny. Yeah. So, so what would you do, sorry, Russ, in your in this guys? Which would you just try and visit yourself in all of these alternate realities? I mean, who wouldn't like to see themselves as a an, an alive, animate bobblehead? Yeah, I think that would scare the shit out of me personally. Yeah. But uh... oh, there's a very creepy one where just nobody has any eyes. That's quite nightmare fuel Yeah, yeah that's quite nightmare fuel isn't it? Don't want actually, that. that that's, I think that's one of the nightmare fuel entries for Futurama on TV tropes, actually. I think it's that specific universe. Everyone is blind. Just. But, like, bizarre. just smooth. Like, don't even have any eye sockets. Yeah. yeah, good yeah that. that'd be weird. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Fair, fair play. Fair play. Mm. Daniel Muglochlin. <sighs> I fought for something harder than I fight for most things. There's one thing in particular that, that I have specifically said that I would like to see. And if I've got the opportunity to go visit another alternate reality where this thing exists 
where things didn't go wrong and it didn't get released then i then i i would take i would i would take i take the opportunity to go and see the butthole mix of cats i want to see the version of cats and i've said this several times and it might still come out there's still hope it's, it's not going to it's it might do it might come out. out it might come out i want to see the version of cats where they've edited in buttholes um because i i think the the me in that universe would just be a better person if i'm honest with you mm-hmm. just happy that you've seen a cat but like if i turned up in that universe the me in that universe would go i know why you're here come with me mm, now how would you like to to watch it like, <coughs> a variety of different methods of watching like have a home theater set up like we've been waiting for you and then just there'll be like six seven other different versions of me waiting to sit down and watch it going stay showing everyone get ready and then all of us sitting there and going yeah it's the butthole mix of cats i've never seen cats because i refuse to I was watch gonna ask, have you actually seen it the non because you're only interested if it's got buttholes as someone they finished the film and someone said but these cats don't have buttholes so then someone went back through edited in the buttholes and then someone went you can't put buttholes on these cats and then they took them out again so it wasn't even like it was this initial idea for the cats to have buttholes someone went and edited buttholes in and there is a version of it somewhere that has all the buttholes in it and i need to see that film there was clearly no post prod process here or check and balance that stopped the person from spending however many days it took to go through mm. a 90 minute film putting buttholes in. Yeah. And a film so, that they must have known at that point was going to be bad as well. Also, how many different types of butthole would they have to have created to edit in? Oh, you can imagine like the concept sketches. This mm. is uh, this is Judy Dench's butthole. This is James Corden's butthole. You know, we really like to give each butthole its own personality and unique se- unique sort of sense of fun. This is the slightly less complex butthole that we put onto all the background. Yeah, it's just like an extra butthole. You can you can ignore that one, but this yeah, is we'll this just, is a featured butthole. We'll just copy and paste those ones. Yeah, they're like William Shatner masks. Just, VFX editor yeah, confirms everyone. the butthole cat was very very real and very very terrible. When I mean, we were looking at the playbacks, we were like... It from the main, the main cut, though, does it? Oh, I might have been wrong. When we were looking at the playbacks, we were like, what the hell? You guys see that? The source told the, uh, told the, uh, this outlet. We paused it. We went to call our supervisor and we're like, there's fucking asshole in there. <laughs> there's buttholes. It wasn't prominent, but you saw it. And we were just like, what the hell is that? There's a fucking butthole in there. It wasn't in your in your face, but at the same time, too, if you're looking, you'll see it. So whoever did it did a really good job, actually, yeah. it sounds like, you know, to make, make them it look natural. Almost, yeah, almost na- almost inconspicuous, almost, yeah. almost just was a bit, you know, not, they weren't, they weren't blasé about it. They were like, right, we've got to make sure this really works. I would say it's up there is one of the things I'm the most obsessed about at the moment is the butthole cut of cats. It is fascinating to me, Tom. <laughs> like, who did that <laughs> it's just genius oh i mean great. i don't want to i don't want to lay all the blame for all the 
random things mm. in life being his fault. But I, I just can't help but feel that James Corden must have had some <laughs> hand in this because it's oh. both both fascinating and irritating. You know what I mean? Which I think perfectly sums up James Corden as let's, an individual. Let's double up this universe. Also, James Corden doesn't exist. I was about to say, I want yeah. to visit the multiverse where James Corden... I well I, I I would hate to yeah. I would hate him not to exist because Gavin and Stacey then wouldn't exist. And I absolutely adore Gavin and Stacey. I think that's one of the finest if the if only the only real thing that I think he should be really proud of, because that is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, but what what he should have done is done Gavin and Stacey and then just become a good writer of like British comedies. Yeah. Doesn't even have to be good. I just don't want to see him. Yeah. But then so if James Corden doesn't exist in this universe, in the butthole cat cut of cats, in the scenes that he should be in, is it just a butthole floating? Because there's no James Corden. I, I mean, mean, we'll go with yes. Maybe to, like, how would you be able to tell the, the difference? <laughs> oh, look, there's a giant arsehole. Yeah. <laughs> very good, Tom. Yeah, very good. Excellent. Well, it was started For by the Russ. listeners. Tom held up the clever joke card. Absolutely, it was mm. there again, guys. There again. Mm. Beautiful. Mm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, it's Tom next, isn't it? Well, unfortunately, it was going to be the, it was going to be the James Cordenless. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> Cordenless universe was going to be my next one. Um, but I will I will flip forward slightly. Um, I would like to visit the multiverse where the human race does indeed discover a Mass Effect relay uh, frozen in. Uh, I think it's Kron. Is that right? It's Kron, the, yeah, the moon, moon of Pluto. That we find a Mass Effect relay. We open it up, and we are the first people to discover the Citadel because the previous cycle, where the Asari and Salarians and all those people are, are already there, I think that it's sort of made it's sort of made clear in Mass Effect One that had the Keepers not been altered by the Protheans, then Sovereign would have been able to unleash the new. The, the, the cycle of uh, reaping, if you like, and humanity would have probably been one of the dominant species of the next cycle. I would like to visit that cycle and see what it's like with a human control universe. Mm. Having yeah. found the Citadel, unaware of what the Reapers are and all that sort of stuff, and I would like to, yeah, I would just like to visit that. Maybe not, maybe I'd, I'd sort of visit myself at some point. Maybe I would find out that my band reviews were the basis of some kind of religion or something like that presumably um, yeah presumably and i may have may encounter a sort of a preserved version of myself or something like that in this universe to make sure that i adhere to the stringent rules of this of this well, game there, there would be a universe where your van reviews were some kind of religion well then that's the one and it just happens to be the one where we find a mass effect relay the second uh, you know then the next cycle mm. and uh, yeah humanity is on the citadel yeah um, yeah, which makes me think that because obviously the Normandy, for example, was created as a joint venture between the Turians and the humans, obviously. that sort of technology wouldn't exist. Um, the stealth technology wouldn't exist. It would be a very, very different Mass Effect universe, I believe. Mm-hmm. Would be. What do we think? I like Do-y. it. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Not very much room for overweight people in that universe, is there? All the uniforms are very, very skin tight. Yeah, it, I also think it takes a lot to animate different sizes of bodies and stuff. So I think they just pick a few and then reskin them. Yeah, yeah. 
also maybe the did, especially in the first one you know a lot of the sort of minor characters are the exact same model with the hair <laughs> yeah. maybe rotated 30 degrees on top of their head or something to give them a slight bit of difference and There's you sort of walk of out values. you sort of walk out of that conversation walk into the next room and then you see the same person you've just spoken to yeah. now doing okay. something else yeah get away from me man i'm just moving boxes slightly to the left it is, it's possible it's because they're all like astronauts and you need to be fit to be an astronaut they're not though are they it's sort of just broadly everybody okay well maybe everyone's getting the nutrients they need maybe everyone's done joe wick i don't know russ stop, stop whatever yeah joe wick's probably taken over oh god i mm. definitely don't want to go to that bloody universe Funnily enough i've actually just bought a membership to uh joe wick stuff nice yeah i want to do all that sort of quantifying food tighten up a little bit um i noticed i've got a bit of wattle going on here just a bit of beautiful just want to sort out that wattle Get rid of that. <laughs> Lovely. Just that bit. Maybe that's the next universe I'll visit. The one where I actually started doing the exercises rather than just buying the app and thinking that was enough. <laughs> it's the thought that counts, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I really, I really thought about it. I, I got it on a good deal as well. So, you know, pounds should just start falling off at some point. That's what it says. Yeah, I think that's how it works. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you've if you've bought his app and you've got a Fitbit, you, you're going to struggle not to lose weight, aren't you? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, surely honest, that's I'm, dangerous, isn't it? I've had it for a mm. couple of days. I'm not, I'm not seeing a lot happening already. Um, you know, I was kind of hoping it would be quicker than this. Yeah. Just saying, Joe. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> <clears throat> Jack uh, says I'd want to live in a universe where Firefly was actually good. Sorry, what was that? I'd want to live in a universe time. where Firefly was actually good. Oh, harsh! Yeah. What did what did Russ say, Russ? What did you say, man? I, I said Dan's that. going to be ranting for a few minutes, so we can we can take it easy. Ah, you both you've seen that the comments. Yeah, oh, I hadn't I hadn't seen that. Uh, okay, so Dan, fire at will. No, well, I, one of my universes was going to be a universe where Firefly got more than one season, and all the Joss Whedon stuff came out way sooner, so someone capable took over for season two. Uh, and it was still good, and we got like it's still going. It's like on like season like twenty now. Mm-hmm. And like you know, mm-hmm. sort of doing what Simpsons did, which was sort of slowly degrading in quality, <laughs> even as the animation quality increased. Yeah, you would not want Firefly to be on season twenty, but maybe like try me. I'd have liked four seasons of yeah. Firefly. I think. Yeah, without Joss Whedon, because it turned out he was a prick. That would have been a good amount to have, like. A kind of an arc for each season and a big compelling wrap-up story mm. and then you're out there that would have, have been ideal or the universe where you get like yeah four four seasons in the movie for firefly and the full nine seasons for the expanse that would have been nice <laughs> there we go. oh god there's nine seasons of the expanse no there not, are not there's going to be six seasons Bloody hell, that's a lot of seasons. how much have you watched not much. Tom, you're you you're off from tomorrow, are you not? Have they yeah. have they got onto the Rossinato no. yet? No. Okay, you can't you can't make a decision about whether it's good or not until that's happened. Oh no, I haven't made a decision whether it's good or not either way. I just I, I haven't I don't think I've been bitten by the bug yet. I don't think I'm far enough in. But also like, I don't want to spend the next I you know, I, I'd like to spend a bit of time doing it, but I don't want to spend the next seven days. 
I don't really know what I want to do. No, I'm I saying watch a couple of episodes. I'm not saying watch the whole thing. Yeah, maybe. I don't know what I'm going to do for the next seven days. Watch the expanse before I go on holiday. Um, yeah, for anyone uh, interested, I'm changing jobs, but I've managed to engineer it so I don't have anything to do for three weeks, apart from two weeks, of which I'm going. Home. But I have a whole free week where I'm just gonna. I mean, I've got some really, really high level masturbation to 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 get in at some point. Well, you can you can really go to town with it with that much free time on your hands. You can get yeah. you can get elaborate. With it. <laughs> Apparently, really according elaborate. to Jack, Dan saying. There's only going to be six seasons of The Expanse is the saddest I've ever seen him. It's only because there's nine books. Um, but I, I know why they're not doing the other three seasons. Makes sense. Although the talk is they might do a spin-off, which I'm interested in. Um, and also, you, clearly, you weren't here at the start when I was talking about the 2018 Chicago Bears, which was just still the most heartbreaking thing, a sporting experience I've ever That, that was quite sad. That was, that was quite upsetting. I, I did sense some melancholy tone in your in my in your voice in my thirty nine years on this planet. Usually, so happy go lucky. Yeah, that that is the closest that I've come to thinking. You know what, Chicago Bears, they're all right. <laughs> that one season, they were celebrating. They were they, they did this thing called club dub, and what it means is when they won games, they went into the locker room. They had a disco. And it was amazing. And they'd film it and people and people would be able to watch them just enjoying themselves. And they won a lot of games that season. They were good on the field. They were good. They were fun off the field. We had a new coach at the time. The quarterback hadn't completely crushed my dreams at that point. Just a bad kicker. That's all it was. Just a bad kicker. That was the only concern. And then that came bitters in the arse. Fair dues. Uh, any more for any more, my friend? Russ. It's Russ's turn. Um, I suppose just the one that another one that I really like the description of is there's, uh, there's a series of books by Terry Pratchett and Stephen Baxter called The Long well the, the first one called The Long Earth and then there's a few others in that series and it's like so it's a the idea of this one is somebody invents a sort of a well it starts off as like somebody invents a technology with a little box you can have with two buttons on it and if you press one of those buttons you are transported sideways into an alternate version of of the Earth. And the idea is there's an infinite number of these kind of strung out in both directions. So if two people press the button, they both you know jump one Earth to the left or the right. And it instantly completely transforms the world because sudden, you know, overnight, things like land and resources become worthless. Um, because you can just step another world over and pick up as much of anything as you want so it sort of instantly disrupts the world's economy and has huge sorts of uh, impacts on society they're a really good series of books very interesting sci-fi hook it's a really really interesting yeah. take on it actually you, yeah, can, think you can take anything you think you can take anything apart from ferrous metals you can't take iron or steel or anything like that with you um and every the world that they're, they're basically identical except there's no humans in them to start with, but there's, you know, plants and animals and stuff. And then as you get further and further away, like hundreds of thousands of Earths along the chain, they start to sort of get more different. And the further and further you go, they get weirder and weirder until you get these ones where there's weird, like sort of evolution has gone in different ways. And you have like, I think there's one that's got like a sentient crab based society and it, go, it goes further and further and it sort of, turns out that there's like 
acid-based ecosystems where you know you would die instantly if you stepped onto them things like that oh yeah sounds weird yeah there's one where there's one where the earth is just missing because it's obviously been like struck by something at some point in its history like a massive you know like a planetary impact or something has taken it out so you you step across and you just you're just standing in vacuum in that one and the world the world has disappeared it's really it's a really cool series of books it does sound really really cool Mm. is there any way for them to know which ones they're in do they do they know like the number kind of you can yeah because you can kind of have like a a counter on things so they invent like um there's like ships and like airships that can that can do this they call it stepping when you move one to the other so you can kind of be in a vehicle that will carry you along and it counts like they they label it east and west which direction you're going even though it's completely meaningless that's badass Mm. it's really there's there's some really cool but i think it's about four or five books in the series what what, what what are the what's the series called I think it's called the, the it's called the long cosmos the whole the whole thing it's, the first one's called the long earth well worth a read you can get it on kindle for like two quid or something long cosmos boom yeah nice like it oh it's called parallel earth it's, yeah it's the parallel, parallel earth. that's the series yeah so start with the long earth and then there's like the long mars the long something 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 there's a bunch of them that's amazing like a revolution is space travel. The one where the world is missing, NASA just sets up camp on the world like next door to that. You build your spacecraft and then you just jump it one to the left and suddenly it's just floating in space. So you don't actually have to take off. You just plop and then it's in space and you can just you can just go. Clever. You Very don't clever. actually escape the Earth's gravity. They do. They do. I mean, they do. It's funny actually because that's almost real, real sort of science, isn't it? Is that they, they, they know that the only way we're going to sort of get sort of almost out of our solar system is if we can build something out. Because obviously, it's the the sheer amount of resources you need to get uh, a thing off of our planet and into space, and yeah. then to where it needs to go. Well, if you look at the size of a Saturn V rocket compared to the size of what it was actually trying to get up into space, yeah, like ninety nine point nine percent of what is going up is fuel and the engines to lift all that fuel higher up yeah it's yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's amazing, the inefficient it? yeah. way of doing things but it's the only option we've got really yeah until we can build orbital elevators yeah which will be broadly speaking never yeah well i think they're experimenting with very flexible very strong like high tense high tension yeah wires, you, you'd it? have to have like a whole shift in material sciences to get it to do the, the anything would have to be so long and so heavy that it would just come apart under its own mass let's go to that reality yeah space elevator Ooh. reality love it i just mm-hmm. go up and down all the time just gonna go up the elevator i'll see you tomorrow <laughs> yeah quite like that that's cool badass mm-hmm. look, yeah look into this the long earth nice good recommendation um got some from other people yeah hit me with those rhythm sticks okay so i just bring them up um dan says i'm assuming you wanted me to read this out uh he's definitely going to look for a hot female version of himself <laughs> uh dave said exactly the same thing <laughs> good to know we've got consistency yep. amongst our and then i think they're going to go look for each other's 
<laughs> or female virgins, right? That, that got confusing. Um, someone said they want to go to a universe where the witch hunts never happened. Interesting. Cool. Like, yeah. Like, what... Like, if there's anything, like, what would you go and change, like, historically, if you could go to a universe that didn't happen? Oh, that, that opens up a whole can of worms, though, That's doesn't it? what I was thinking, yeah, but I like it. I mean, there are some really obvious ones. Hmm. There are really obvious ones. There like are, 2018 Chicago Bears, yeah. There, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there's removing key figures of hmm. history that cause, you know, widespread tyranny hmm. and awfulness. So people like Stalin, Hitler, you know, you'd want to remove people like those. Yeah, but like Stephen Fry did a... Uh, removing hitler from history book and i think broadly everything ends up shit anyway but slightly different yeah like well the the wars would still happen just with a different person at the front you need to go back further in time don't you before you can actually change anything but then you know you've got no it's very difficult to control that kind of thing it is and that's about it i think i don't think i missed anyone it's my favourite uh, killing baby hit, baby Hitler. Was it, was it baby Thanos or baby Hitler? I can't even remember. Hmm. But Don Cheadle in Endgame, where he talks about, you know, just get that. In. Yeah, Thanos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you can't because he hasn't done anything yet. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost what point in his life is it that hmm. you sort of intervene at? Yeah, it's the Minority Report paradox. I'll tell you what, let's get into this uh, deep philosophical debate at, you know, 10 minutes past when we're supposed to finish, I suppose. That's the way yeah, it goes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, thank, thank you very much for everyone who's uh, sent in suggestions. Thanks very much for uh, Russ, Dan, uh, and myself, obviously, uh, for coming up with such entertaining uh, multiverse ideas uh, for your listening enjoyment. If you want to interact with us on any of our social media feeds, you can just hit us up using the handle at TMTOH on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Incidentally, if you're on Instagram, check out our bio. You'll find a link to our Discord server right there, which would be nice to have you on there. Enjoy and joining on some conversations. And I promise that at some point over this next few days, I'll definitely be sitting in my computer and think, you know what? I'm going to jump onto Discord and I'm going to see what everyone is up to and say hello to all of the new people. There's an expanse group you could jump into there, Tom. There is, but mm. I, I, I believe that there are a lot of spoilers in there, so I'm just going to leave it the fuck alone uh, for the time being. Uh, so, yeah, thank you very much. Um, we're going to say goodbye in a sec, but I just wanted to hand over to Dan just to give a little plug of some of the other projects that he is working on right now. Um, okay, so the one I never actually mentioned that I should mention is the Gridiron Gentleman, which is the one I actually pump most of my time into. No offence to everyone here. It's not all you pump oh, into it, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, we've literally just rounded out what will probably amount to, let's say, uh, probably at least 40 hours worth of coverage of all 32 NFL teams. I think we've pumped in at least an hour and in some cases an hour and a bit into each of those nfl teams um so if you want to if you're into american football or you want to learn about any of the teams that is a great opportunity to do it we've done division by division so go pick the division you want to listen to we've had some great guests on as well um people that we've known for a while who are just friends really so go listen to those and we've literally just rounded out the last one the nfc west will be up this week (laughs) I have done three podcasts or put up three podcasts since we last spoke uh, with the Marveling Marvel people. Having taken a bit of a break, we then pumped out several podcasts. Sorry, two podcasts and one that will be up 
two days time sorry mm-hmm. i just realized that so we've done uh loki a catch-up episodes three to five um the one that's going up will be uh uh the loki season roundup uh, and also black widow as well we've all watched that i think by now um where we're going to review that and then the other one we've done is the one that everyone seems says they've been waiting for is the fast and furious nine spoiler cast where we talk about the fast and furious nine and all the wonderful fast and furious memes that have been just flying about the internet over the last couple of weeks that everyone else is bored of but all three of us on that podcast just send them our way because we still fucking love them and then the last one i promise um we will be doing the critical role campaign to catch up at some point um just need to find a good time to do it mm-hmm. that's it and this podcast i did this oh, one tonight. It, is it? yeah did this one tonight so yeah cool yeah, play well there we go a lot of stuff to listen to and a lot of stuff to enjoy there's plenty of stuff to get involved with with uh, the tmt ooh crew in whatever shaping guys they are in so with that there is no further ado let's say goodbye to russ goodbye is. goodbye to dan goodbye sir goodbye it's goodbye from me tom we'll give everyone on the youtube just a last wave bye everyone and on that note let's cue the music